Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivian Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. Man, that reminds me singing Carrier. I've got to check the thermostat. Scotty and Hans were in studio again. We know how they like to turn the temperature down. I'm going to have to, in fact, uh, uh, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, give me like uh, ten seconds to uh, to check the thermostat, will you? How I are you will, doing? You How know, you doing? You I'm doing all right? well. You know, it sounds to me uh, and to all the viewers, uh, listeners, so sorry out there. It sounds to me like Jake is operating in a meat locker uh-huh, right now. Down. Yeah, it is a meat locker. I know. I've been in there many, 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 many times, and uh, it uh, <sighs> it can get. Uh, I mean, you know, like yesterday when I was trying to fix my freezer. It felt like I was in the studio after after Hans and Scotty got done there. I so, was right. I, mean, I was right. Did you? Are it you? It was down. It was turned all the way down. So I'm so happy that our studio is sponsored by Carrier because <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, Carrier, known for excellence in heating and cooling. Aha, the thermostat. Yes. Here's the problem, though. You have uh, varying opinions on uh, at what level that should be set, and so that's your problem. See, you need to. You need to get there like five minutes early and cook it up a little bit, and then you're all warm and toasty and ready to go. Although, on the other hand, what did David Letterman used to say about the Ed Sullivan's Theater? Didn't he used to say it was nice and cold in there to keep the comedy fresh? Uh, I'll take your word for it. Sure, that sounds like something. How you doing? <sighs> you good? How was your How was your birthday celebration? It was really good. And you have I, a good time? Uh, oh yeah, I feel very fortunate. It was, it was, it was really good. Did you get some nice gifts? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to blow out, you know, 82 candles on the cake. Did you get and, a rocking uh, chair? <laughs> no. No. Not no. supposed to be blowing out candles, I according know. to the CDC there, Gordon. Oh. I know. That's what I said. And then everybody said, there's nobody who's safer than you. So, Until you uh, blow still, out candles. Still, I think we need to alert, alert the authorities. I mean, it's Probably not so. quite doubles ping pong, but it's <laughs> right there, right there in the neighborhood. You know, I uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to have um, be surrounded by people who actually you know care about me, <laughs> so they took good care of me last night, and uh, I have I have right here in front of me a brand spanking new, unreleased pair of. Jordan threes. Oh, the son-in-law come through for you again? He did. They have not been released yet, uh, but they are so sweet. So wait, wait, I... wait. Which son-in-law this time? The the newest son-in-law or the second to newest son-in-law? 
Ah, uh, the second to newest. Ah, I see. However, the newest has previously given me a very nice pair of shoes. I know, I know. See, this is what I'm thinking. You you have created a rivalry amongst the son-in-laws to get you the best gifts. This is this is you know, Gordon. You are you are a smart man. But this might be your most brilliant move ever. You diabolical genius. You. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Well, I didn't You've plan got one son-in-law <laughs> going, well, hey, I'm not going to let that guy outdo me. No, sir. When's Gordon's birthday again? All right, I'm going to knock it right out of the park. But, you know, the problem is that one of my sons-in-law uh, works for Nike. So, I mean, how are you going to beat that? So he's got a bit of an advantage. Well, I don't know, because your other son-in-law, you know, has uh, seemed capable in the past. So you never know what he's going to come up with next, because now he's got to be the one to raise the bar. And you, sir, are are just the beneficiary. I mean, where's Eric in all this, by the way? Oh, poor Eric. Poor Eric. Eric's got to, Eric's got to. Eric's you're gotta, not first, you're last, He's got to get back in the game. Oh, he's in last Shake place, and, bake. and he knows it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. No, not really. Uh, but, uh, yeah, very nice. Oh, and so man, that's I, funny. I poor make poor sure. Eric. Eric hasn't come to a family party in a long time. Actually, he's always he busy. Yeah. He wasn't there. <laughs> he was I wouldn't have been either. Busy watching the little one. And and really, I mean, I, I don't blame him. Uh, so, so Eric's anyway, in yeah. last by far. Oh, that's so <laughs> just, just in the corner, Poor muttering Eric. under his breath. <laughs> like I've been, I've been kissing that backside for years now, and here come these new guys swooping right in. Yeah, it, 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 well, believe me, it has been pointed out before that one of my sons-in-law was a quarterback at BYU. One was a wide receiver at Auburn, and one, one, and one. Teched at the zone. One teched at the zone. That's right. And that's bad. that is that is uh, that is top notch right there. That is top and, of the uh, heat. He Eric played, is always number one in my book. Yeah, he played guitar in a rock and roll band. Yeah, that's there good you enough. go. Yeah. yeah. There's no favorites and he's, here. And how many children does he have now? Five. He's a hero. He is. He's a hero. There he's contributing a, to society. There should be a comic book written about that young man. <laughs> <laughs> Not that young anymore, I guess, but that Cap- middle Captain age, Tech, that middle-aged man. No, they're all good. They're, they're all good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be able to say. But that. you are brilliant. You are, you are diabolical yet brilliant, though. You, have, you have created an atmosphere in which you benefit with lavish gifts. My wife told me I didn't act all that excited about what she gave me, but uh, I, 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 you know, I tried to. I just Whoa. didn't. Whoa, whoa, hey, I don't I don't care what she gave you. It it needs to be met with <laughs> I can't this is exactly what I wanted. How did you know? <laughs> what was your what was your reaction? Give us a do a little role play here. What what how'd it go? You you fire open the paper, you take off the bow or whatever, and uh and you open it up and your reaction was? Uh it, 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 these are nice. Well, if it was that, I'm, I'm surprised. Are you, did she throw you out? Are you coming to us from a red roof Where inn? Where are you? No, no. Where are you? Right? Oh, red roof inn, please, Austin. <laughs> Let's not even joke. Stop it. No, she just said that uh, that the expression on my face wasn't one of complete uh, enthusiasm. So 
I told her later. I said, "I no, I I really like it. I really like what you got me. I I just." You know, I just feel funny Wait. opening gifts that other people are giving me. I feel like I should be giving them gifts, not the other way around. See, now I don't I wasn't there, so I don't want to, you know, you can you can correct me I suppose here, but but did she was she perhaps comparing your enthusiasm about the shoes with your enthusiasm about uh, whatever wonderful thing, thoughtful gift that she got for you? Was no, she, because would, did I, she see the shoes and go, "Wow, Gordon's really happy right now," and then see? No, because I got the shoes later, so I hadn't seen the shoes yet. But you I, talked I, to her later, so maybe she had seen the. Uh, maybe, maybe, but <laughs> I, I made I made it clear. I said, "Look, I appreciate i I appreciate." Uh, Every every good thought, and that's that's the main thing for me. I get I get quite sentimental and uh, emotional about uh, the way my family treats me. So um, it's it was it was very nice. I just I I, I gotta admit though, and I, some people are this way, you know. I mean, it's it's sometimes it's hard for me to accept gifts. I for, really I mean, it, it, like in a setting like that because uh, I don't know. It just Thanks for 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 doing this. I I really appreciate it. She gave me some really cool golf shirts and some uh, uh, other uh, sporting wear, and uh, very nice. In, in fact, it's it's too nice for me. No, it's too nice for me. Really, I, that's a thing. Nothing's uh, too nice for you, buddy boy. You know, you've seen the way uh, I dress. Uh, yeah, it's casual. It's but it's you. It, it uh, it's uh, it's you. Uh, just please tell me you didn't you didn't say something like you know, I get you a Porsche and you give me some shirts. <laughs> just please, just please don't, please, please tell me you didn't go down that road. Uh no, no. I okay, right, no. Good, good. Well, it was good. It was wonderful. Okay. I I feel very fortunate. It was. Uh, you know, nice. golf wear has come a long way, buddy. You probably were due for an update. I do have yeah, some shirts. Yeah. You know the old have, the old cotton poly blend isn't the only option out there anymore. I have some golf shirts in my closet that are older than Austin. Exactly. All right. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, the fam took good care of you. That's that's yeah. great. Glad you had a happy birthday. Thanks for the good wishes. I appreciate that too. All right. Well, uh, should we should we jump into Gordon's least favorite topic? Should we get right into that? Let's do it. All right. It's time for the split story. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Donovan Mitchell just went after the official and just got ejected from the game. And Donovan just threw a water cooler and busted that one and ends up hitting a security guard. And Donovan, because he's Donovan, goes and apologizes to the security guard for doing it. And Donovan is in the locker room having been ejected for the game tonight. I'm never, ever one to, to blame a ref, to blame an official. I could say I, we could have done more, but this this is getting out of hand. You know, there have been games like this that we've won. There have been games like this that we've, we've, we've lost. But this whole refereeing stuff and the way we're, we're nice, we don't complain, we don't, we don't get frustrated, you know, we fight through things. And the fact that we just continually get, get screwed in a way by this, you know, like we, we won this game. In my personal opinion, you know, but like I said, I'm gonna give them credit. They won, whatever, cool. But like, it's getting ridiculous, KK. That this is this is what's happening. I'm sick of it. To be honest with you, we all are. It bites, it, it eats me, it eats at me, man. And it's 
Y'all know what it is. We all know what it is, but it's it's really getting out of hand. It's really, really, really getting out of hand. It gets to a point when you feel like where you, what you're doing defensively and what you're doing offensively are being perceived two different ways, and that's essentially what he was trying to express. You know, we know that you know as, as we're trying to to improve and beat some of the best teams in the league, that you know we've always got work to do. But there is obviously a level of frustration with the things that you can't control. This is ridiculous. Whoa, hey, that was aggressive, Gordon. That was a drop Sir, or something else. That was extremely aggressive. Um, the Jazz go into the All-Star break with a loss in overtime to the Philadelphia 76ers, 131 to 123. But as you heard right there, uh, Gordon, the controversy was, of course, the officials. It has become, uh, you know, uh, the, the comments after the game, have gone national. Uh, all the big uh, talking sports heads are all talking about the officials. It was all of the post-game sound. I think um, we heard from uh, three players and Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert, and they all led their interviews with, you know, Philadelphia is a really good team, but... And then, you know, said what they did about the refs, which was as aggressive as I've heard in a post-game in a long time maybe ever in a jazz post game i mean we we hear often gordon the snide uh, you know kind of uh slip in criticisms like we heard from rudy actually after the pelicans game when he said we were one horrible call away from it being a one point game usually you know you see that once in a while but for all three to to really express their feelings about the officiating was was something that was unique even mike conley he was not nearly as aggressive as Rudy and Donovan, but, you know, even Mike talked about how he's he felt like he's battled this since he played for Memphis. So um, I don't know where you want to start as in regards to the refereeing, Gordon. Maybe I'll let you kind of take the ball and run with it, but, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was really bad. It was as poorly officiated a game as I've seen in a long time, and I don't think there's any really hiding from that, but there's a variety of things to get to. Well, I, I too saw the uh, the missed calls at the end of that game, and it is frustrating for the Jazz. I understand that. Um, they, but but I think these guys have taken it too far in the in the post game, and I'm not sure that it really serves uh, a good purpose for the Jazz uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it's just a bad look overall. Uh, second. I'm not sure that it's going to grant them any favors from the referees moving forward. Uh, I know that the insinuation was there that certain players complain more and so they get more calls uh, and the Jazz don't complain so they don't get the calls. Or if you want to take what Rudy said and talk about small market teams and uh, how uh, there seems to be this collective effort to not give them the benefit of the doubt, Uh, uh, Look, it it just is not a winning way to look at this. And I understand. I I, I saw the missed calls. I mean, the call against uh, uh, that went against Donovan Mitchell, that hooking call, I mean, that was absolutely the opposite of what really happened. I mean, you saw Ben Simmons hook uh, Donovan uh, before that. The refs missed the freaking call. But if I had five bucks for every time I've seen missed calls in NBA games, I, I, I mean, I, I would be as rich as you guys say I am. I mean, this stuff happens 
on the reg, and I don't think it's because anybody has set in their mind that they're going to get the Jazz or they're going to get a small market team. It's not – if the NBA did that, if the NBA orchestrated some sort of thing like that or was planting that in referees' minds that, you know, only the Lakers can get the favorable calls or some other team, I, you know, whoever you want to put in there – You know, if anybody was involved in that and then after the fact wanted to uh, either extort a lot of money from a a league or wanted to blow the whistle on them, the league would be cooked. I mean, they can't mess with that stuff. And I think it's better for for players and fans to to look at that. Look, I I know there are missed calls, and I know sometimes there are even – there's some emotion between a referee and a player, and I get all that. All that's human. But I don't think that there's some sort of, oh, they're out to get us thing or or there's a consistent theme here. And, uh, look, Rudy and Donovan, these are conscientious guys who, who I, I mean, they're frustrated. They were frustrated. They really wanted to win that game last night for all the reasons that you and I had talked about leading up to it. And they played. They led for most of the game. They should have won that game. And there were bad calls at the end. I'm conceding all of that. But I'm not sure those guys moaning and groaning and crying about it afterwards is really going to lead to anything positive. I mean, maybe that's taken this in a direction that you didn't expect or maybe – some of our listeners right now are saying, that guy's an idiot, he's a moron. Come on, the Jazz are getting screwed. I just don't agree with that. There, I saw the calls, and I saw that they were bad, and I saw that they were incorrect. But I, 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 don't, I think those guys took it a little too far afterward. Okay. Agree or disagree? So I don't disagree with that point, but I do want to take it in a bit of a dif- different direction because I kind of disagree with some of what, what you're getting at. All right, so I... I I don't know if what they did last night is going to be helpful or not. And it, it plays into to what I'm going to get into is uh, all those guys are trying to, trying to verbalize and, and talk about the problem. And I, I think there's pieces of it in what they're talking about, but they're not getting the whole story. And I think it goes into the politics of the NBA. And it goes to perception of teams and perception of players. And so why is it that referees' reaction to different teams and different players is different? Like when I'm sure the Jazz are standing there watching it, Doc Rivers crying uh, up and down the sidelines the entire game and going, well, his team is, is going to the line at twice the rate as our team. But yet when the Jazz cry about the officials, it's viewed as, well, you better toughen up out there and go earn it. So, so oh, for, for example... I would say- I would say the same thing to Doc Rivers. And how far has that really I'm, gotten, I'm, I'm, Doc? I'm talking about what we see. Like, let me give you an example. Chris Paul whines and cries about the officials just as much as, as Doc Rivers does, and it's being called manipulative. And, and he gets the calls. James Harden is the same way. He's in their ear, but, hey, don't worry about it. He's manipulating the refs. And it's, it's, it's viewed as this positive thing, and the refs are almost part of the game, and then you can't breathe on these players without getting a foul called. Yet Rudy Gobert, was it two years ago? where he, he raises some concerns about the officials, and then he was assassinated in the next game. And you cannot tell me that that wasn't on purpose, that Houston game, that they did that to him. They called a foul on the tip, which I have never seen. And, Gordon, you go back further than I do, and maybe you can, uh, you know, some instance with involving Bob Cousy and, and uh, the Iceman George Gervin. But I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Never. 
Never, never in my life. And then they they kicked him out. How long, Austin? Forty five seconds into the game, and and threw him right out. You can't tell me that wasn't vindication. So why aren't other uh, people who complain about officials and that sort of thing? Why isn't there that kind of payback? How many of those people complain the way Rudy did in that instance? Uh, Complain about officials after the game? I I think you see it uh, somewhat consistently. Oh, uh, I, I I don't think that's specific. But does to Rudy it matter? That, any player that would that would have come out and said what he said after that game, I think, would have ended up facing some ire, and that's that, and that's my and point. That's why it's not productive for the for the Jazz to play this game. So here's my Just point: put your though. head down and bust your butt and work and stay focused on winning and do everything you can. And okay, you're going to absorb some lumps along the way. And I understand. I get it. I disagree with star treatment. But then you have other stars like LeBron James gets hacked all the time and doesn't get the call. But but here here's my point real quick here, Gordon. I It doesn't surprise me that this has been building for a while and that it culminated with this particular game because the book is out on this Jazz team that you have to play them physical. If you don't play them physical, you're going to lose, lose by 30. But if you play them physical, then, then you've got a shot. And yeah. so in a game against Philly where Doc Rivers crying the whole time, they, they get the hell beat out of them all game long, but yet it's not the same on the other end of the floor. And we can talk about what reason what the reason is, but that, that was a fact last night. And look no further than that Ben Simmons uh, hooking call uh, that Donovan got. And never mind that he laid it up with his right hand, making it impossible for him to hook on that play. Literally yeah, impossible. I, I, I but, already but, pointed. I pointed that. No, out you did. You. But uh, in this particular game, why is Philly allowed to just kick the hell out of the Jazz? Because that's the book on how to beat them is to play them physical. But yet, uh, Joel Embiid goes to the line every possession. That's half. That's that. That's the book on half the teams in the league, Jake. But are those teams refed this way? And maybe some are. But I get their frustration 100%. They don't get the benefit of the doubt. Tim, uh, Tim Lacombe and I talked about this in the preseason, that Donovan has, gets a tough whistle. That's how Coach Lacombe pulled it. He goes to the basket over and over again, and you see him uh, sprawled out into the third row, but somehow it's play on. But see, okay, but that happens, Jake. And it happens to a lot of players. Donovan's it doesn't happen lot- to the Stars. Uh, and, like Donovan, said, and Donovan, if you, you say he hasn't earned that kind of treatment, first of all, that's stupid. Second of all, what else I'm not, does he have I'm to not do? saying that. I'm not saying that, but I've seen other star players absorb uh, hits where they don't get the call. I mean, that happens. Donovan's not the only one that's happening to. And I don't think it's because of some attitude of the referees. Like, okay, this guy hasn't earned it. We're, we're going to punish him for some reason. No, I don't think that's what's going on. I think they just flat miss the calls, Jake, Yeah. sometimes. Okay. But Donovan talked about it last night, Gordon, that it's happened a lot. Well, that he's fed I, up but, with it. You know, you talk it, what, what is he just inventing that? Jake, yeah. Well, no, he's not inventing it, but I'm saying that it's it, it, it runs across the league. I mean, this stuff is going on to a lot of teams. I was as disgusted as you were by some of those calls at the end of that game. I, uh, in fact, I was texting with Bowler. We were going back and forth about what we saw, and I thought it was ridiculous. But I, I don't think it's a concerted effort to get Donovan Mitchell or to get Rudy Gobert or to get the Jazz because they, they're in Utah. I'm not talking about of, some grand conspiracy. I'm talking about built in how these guys are programmed. 
That that because who, who? it's because referees they do it the same way as the general public. They view the Jazz as this cute team, as this cute little team that's just pretending to be really good and at the top of the uh, Western Conference. That's quite they haven't earned. They haven't that, earned the benefit that, of the that, doubt. That's that, how that, the. No, you really think that's what referees are thinking out there? Yes. Yes. Oh man, that's quite a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's just it's just how human beings are flawed. And that's how people view in their lens when they view this jazz team. What what is well, okay, so why just explain to me let's look at the logic here. Why would referees think that about the jazz? And and and, and selectively about the Utah Jazz. Why? Why are they being picked on like this? Because lots of people do, Gordon. And in, all in you what? do what is, do is an example. Do? Because we talk about the Jazz all the time and how well they're playing, and you go every time, well, let's see what they do in the playoffs. I mean, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm saying that that perception exists, that I'm not going to give you James Harden calls because you're not James Harden. Oh, and that's and what, is, what, wait a minute. what and, has James Harden never done as far as his team I don't know. That's title. what I'm saying, except for he's been anointed a superstar and he's played in a big market and he's been to a finals. And so he's on State Farm commercials. So you can't breathe on that guy. Oh, gee, come on. I, I, I'm I, telling I, you, that stuff's real, man. These refs I, don't I, operate in a bubble. They don't. I, I Maybe, but I, I just don't think. I, I do agree with you to a certain extent. But I'm not going to go all the way that far that so-and-so is going to get the call because some or, or so-and-so isn't going to get the call because, well, they're the Jazz. You know, I, they're a cute little team. They're adorable. I don't think referees are thinking that way. No. no I, I mean. Maybe not overtly, uh, but subconsciously. Uh, there have been times when the Jazz get calls, too. I mean, it, it, I. I, I, I agree with like Donovan. to hear it, but I'm telling you, I, PK and I agree on this, and I don't know what he said this morning because I couldn't hear it. But it's it. I mean, there are blown calls, but I don't think that the refs have it in for Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. I mean, Rudy Rudy wants to complain about every call. He hasn't this year, though. Oh well, I I know he's trying he's trying to do better, and I think that's that's a good thing. Well, it hasn't benefited him, him so far. I mean, he uh, he was man, eating he's, Zion he's, Williamson's he's, elbow for a whole uh, game. Uh, he uh, even uh, talked uh, about that. Okay, hey, pause. We <laughs> oh, gotta we well, gotta pause. But, we gotta go. Well, no, nobody else eats elbows. I mean, it's not like uh, Rudy. <laughs> uh, gee, come uh, on. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. I'm very excited about this. Joining uh, joining the show right now, uh, he's our friend Jake Stone. He's the general manager of Zero Res. My good friends for a long, long time. So, Jake, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing wonderful, guys. How are you doing? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, we we're excited to have you on. I've had a relationship with you guys for, Cal, um, I mean, well over 10 years now. You've, you've always done great by me and my family, and it's always been uh, fun <clears throat> to talk about you. So it's fun to have you on the show, and we'll get to the deal in a minute because it's really good. But you guys are the best. Just want to say thanks for, for being such great partners all this time. Oh no, we appreciate that. I think I think it might even be creeping up on fifteen years wow. here, man. And yeah. and we we love working with you guys. You guys do do great by us. And you know, as we've worked really hard to build our brand over the last twenty years, uh, we we owe a lot to you guys in helping us do that. So thank you. So I've talked about this a lot. I I my house now. I live with my three year old, and my wife, but it, it was a bachelor pad for a long time. You know, roommates in and out and that sort of thing. Uh, you would be surprised at the challenges that I handed to your guys over the years. I mean, I, we don't necessarily need to get into specifics, but you can only imagine. 
and uh, it, it it is amazing. It is amazing. I talk about it all the time, but it's it's amazing how how uh, unbelievable your process is. Yeah, and it, it, we're really proud of it. It's something that we're we're proud enough that we feel like we needed to go get a patent for it and and make it proprietary to us. Um, it's something that you know attacks those stains in the dirt that gets down in the carpet in a completely different way, um, and and a more effective way. In fact, we had it lab tested. It's 200% more effective than anyone else that has ever been tested uh, as far as removing dirt from carpet. So it's pretty impressive. Well, and here's the thing. Now I have a, a three-year-old, Jake, and, uh, you know, things, you know, I pay attention to stuff like chemicals and shampoos and what's in there and what's left behind because she's <clears> playing <throat> on that stuff all day. And and the fact that it's, you know, safe and, and, you know, we can talk about the residue not attracting dirt, but, you know, that stuff matters to a young family like mine. Hundred percent, and and there's a lot of families out there, especially in this day and age. It's a different world now, where you know you've got your pets and your kids, and uh, you know different allergies that exist now, and, and and it's important, and that's a key part of our process. Is we don't use the detergents, the soaps, the chem- the harsh chemicals. Uh, we use our powered water. It's safe for kids, safe for pets. I've I've drank it <laughs> just to prove that that it's not toxic and. You know, it does a phenomenal job cleaning. It really does. I bet that turned some heads, right? Like, wait, it did. what? It did. What's Jake doing now? Is he going to be all right? That's hilarious. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, okay, we'll be talking about a bunch of stuff uh, throughout the show, of course, but let's let's get down to it because uh, Austin, uh, <clears throat> Austin today, the producer, uh, uh, producer of the big show, of course, he's like, wow, I really need to call these guys. I've never seen you guys do a deal like this, never. Yeah, it's steep. Uh, and, and honestly... It's not necessarily because we need the jobs right now. They're filling up. We're booked out, I think, for the next week. Uh, but, but we appreciate everything you guys do for us. So we're just we're pushing it. We want to we help as many people as we can. So we're throwing out $25 per room, uh, four-room minimum. you got to clean at least four rooms. But we'll do $25 per room um, and, and come out and get you taken care of. It's pretty good. That's amazing. Uh, $25 a room at rock bottom prices. You got to do four, but of course, you, I mean, you got to cover the gas to get out there, Jake, because that's a great deal. <laughs> it's a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to do it. All right. 801-288-9376. That's 801-288-ZERO. You, you hear me talk about it all the time. Jake, thank you very much. And we'll catch up with you down the line. Awesome. Thanks guys. All right. Take advantage of that. 801-288-9376. You listen over there, Gordon. You, you got a few rooms in that house of yours. 801-288-Z-E-R-O. All right. More Big Show coming up next. We'll, we're getting a lot of feedback on this, so we'll get to some of that right around the corner. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Guy Holiday, the former University of Utah receivers coach. Procurious about how it's going for you. Job changes are always hard, and you are suddenly going through one, at least suddenly to us. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not disappointed. When Coach and I sit down, I understood it. Believe me, I understood it because, you know, in this game, the ultimate deal is to win. This ball makes me emotional because I got enough texts, enough phone calls from former players and current players that told me I did it right. And that's all that matters. What every fan thinks. No, I don't do this for fans. I don't do this for fanfare. I love my players. And at the end of the day, anybody that knows me knows that's the most important thing. And that's how I weigh it out. And so I did my job. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Bob Marley and the Whalers, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com, selected by me. Uh, Bunny Whaler passed yesterday, and we had a total request Tuesday, so I thought today we'd go with Bob Marley and the Whalers uh, in yeah, honor. Good. Or yeah, two good. days ago. Thank you, Austin. Two days ago. Good choice. Uh, all right. Uh, Gordon, let's get to some reaction here. We're talking about the referees, last night's game. Uh, getting some uh, response from, uh, you know, all sides here. Um, where to start here? Uh, Jason says, how about Embiid leveling Rudy with his shoulder and nothing? Then Rudy gives him a nudge with his forearm and it's an automatic whistle. What happens to Rudy on rebounds is, should be criminal most nights. Embiid okay, really so, sold that forearm, by the way. Because so, uh, Rudy so, did give him an elbow. Because he was embarrassed because he stuffed it into the front of the rim. If this is true, then how did how did Embiid get to that level where he is treated that way with referees? Because it's how he's marketed. It's how but certainly it's been Simmons. Marketed by who? By who? What do you mean by who? By the all the people surrounding him, making him into who he is. It's a combination of literally hundreds of things. And so the referees get all caught up in that swirl? Yes, like every other living, breathing human. On the reg. I don't see how not. Uh, why not? I'm not saying it's some. And I got a, I got a funny, funny tweet here from Todd. Uh, who says, uh, ate you on the pipe. This just in, the towers really fell, Jake. I'm not saying some grand conspiracy to screw somebody over. That's why it's not all just things like market size, but it's that that certain players get treated certain ways. And it's not this is not a foreign concept. We've been talking about this in the NBA for a long time. I don't think it's right. I don't but think see, the Jazz but, 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 get re- refereed see, correctly. But what you're doing is you're 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 making it a team thing. You're, I mean, I get it that there are some superstar players who are great players. And, uh, and officials are used to seeing them do great things uh, on an individual basis. That I can buy into. But I don't think the officials either consciously or subconsciously get together and say, okay, uh, the Jazz are a cute little team, so we're going to, we're going to let them get roughed up. And, I, and, and I, I just don't think that it happens that way. Uh, it, it, because now you're now you're accusing referees of being absolutely uh, crooks, and, well, and I, I I don't think they are. I I think they they make mistakes. They're human, like you pointed out, and there might even be an occasional grudge here and there. I get that, but I think typically that gets worked out. Uh, but what we're saying, what you're saying, and what is being put forth here in so many corners here in Utah today is that the referees are in consortium on this toward the jazz in a negative way. And that, that to me is a, is an accusation that I I can't get there. Well, I think here's my point, Gordon. I don't think it's some grand conspiracy. I think they're weak. 
I think they're weak. I, I think their job is to sit there and take it and call the game square. And I think that they don't do that because they're humans and they're affected by everything else. Oh, it's the great these, James these are, Harden. I mean, it's, 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 these guys, and it these goes are, against the jazz because the narrative of the jazz has been the, the, the plucky jazz who, who try to think that they're uh, good enough to contend, but we really know the truth because they don't have LeBron on their team or any of these other figures that we've anointed for one reason or another to be the, the grand, NBA uh, Illuminati or whatever. I don't like like Donovan Mitchell has got to be looking at that play with Ben Simmons where he beat him with that spin move and Ben Simmons rips his arm off because he got beat and Donovan goes to the right hand for the layup. This this is the call that would have won them the game. That call, Donovan was fouled badly and Donovan's got to be like, hey, it's one thing to let that go, but you called it on me. Well, I mean, he's got that was the game. I've seen that happen to the Boston Celtics. I've seen it happen to the Lakers. I've seen it happen to the Spurs. I've seen it happen to a lot of different players on different teams. But it happens to this team all the time. That's what those guys were talking about. And I don't believe that in the post game. I I don't believe that it's any more common against the Jazz than it is against anybody else. Look at your guy Andy Larson. Put together a a, 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 I read I read. I read what <laughs> yeah, the but even that thing. even that is subjective in a lot of ways. It's, I I I just I don't <laughs> think that these guys are inventing it. And I see Rudy get beat up on a nightly basis, and he's got to think when he picks up fouls like that forearm. Like, what are these guys on? Because and, I just and, and I just think, ate you think that's freaking Joel Embiid's the- shoulder. And he stuffs it into the front of the rim, and he oh well, that's impossible for Joel Rudy. Embiid. So I better call the foul. Rudy, Rudy's making over two hundred million dollars. So? He's a star in the league. He's an all star. He should be treated what? like it. Then. Uh, okay, if then, then what why? If what you're saying is true, then why isn't he treated that way? I don't know. Your, you your, tell your me. theory. Your theory is that it's because he plays for the Jazz and he's a nice guy. And because he hasn't been anointed this, uh, 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 he's an all star. He's twenty-time defensive player of the year. He's a star. So why why do the Jazz get Nick Wright saying it's a cute little team? If well, if he has I mean, all that respect, why Nick is the Wright, overall nar- narrative? And don't tell me it's just him. Why is the overall narrative with the Jazz? They're the cute little Jazz, but they're still adorable. just pre- they're still Nick, just pretending because Nick, LeBron Nick Wright, is going to win. Nick and, Wright and people like him don't have a whistle. They're not on the floor, and I don't think that the refs fall for that crap. Uh, let's see, two tweets in a row. Brandon says, I guess Gordo doesn't remember Tim Donaghy. We aren't blind. That is lame to pretend uh, it was called fair. And yeah, how, about, how about this? Now, look, this is an easy one because people here are naturally going to be biased looking at it from their perspective. Why? Because they're great jazz fans. They're great jazz I saw this back in 2010, whatever it was, uh, 2008. You know, I can't I give you the specific example. I could go back and look in my notes, and I – I remember the the uh, you know the now vivid arena being hostile, being crazed with Steve Javi and others because they thought they were making calls against their team, but it's their team, and they're viewing it from their perspective, which is in favor of the Jazz. And I just that hasn't been in my four decades of covering NBA games. That hasn't been my experience that the Jazz are getting screwed over by the referees. And yet that's you ask a lot of Jazz fans that who are emotional. Uh, and they, they think they're being persecuted, and they're not. I don't believe that they are. I've watched thousands and thousands of these games, and I don't. There are mistakes made. 
And Dick Pavetta was an idiot. And there, and, and that call last night was absolutely incorrect. But I, I don't think it's, it's because referees are being swayed by marketing campaigns. I, hey, listen, I'm not talking about jazz history. I'm talking about this team. This team doesn't get the whistle. Uh, and here, uh, this is speaking of Tim Donaghy. This is interesting for Daniel. The, uh, Tim Donaghy, uh, has even said publicly that in any game, the mo, uh, the moment he knows who's officiating, he knows who's going to win. He did say that. Well, that's Tim Donaghy. Are you going to take his word? He's talking about others. He's saying, as soon as I know the crew, I've heard coaches say something similar. And he's, he's, uh, (laughs) but coaches are biased too. Uh, Everybody's biased to their own way of looking at things. Uh, Gordon, 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 you can't tell me that Paul George gets a no call every time he full on shoves a guy when he has the ball. Nobody else in the league gets away with that crap. Uh, see, Certainly this, not this, anybody on this team. This, this is what happens. You know, now everybody's against uh, the Jazz and everybody, every call goes against the Jazz. I look, I like this team. I think they're really good and I think they're talented and I think they can go a long way, but they can't get sidetracked with worrying about this kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, okay, refs are going to, some refs are going to maybe be, allow you to get beat up a little bit here and there. But I don't think it's specific to Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. Okay. I, I don't, mean, think, I don't that, think you're correct. That, but uh, that, that's, that's an accusation that if you believe that, then you shouldn't care about NBA basketball. I don't think it's because market size. Or, I think it's a culmination of some things. I think players and teams get treated differently. Well, then, this, for is, this, then, team, then this is WWE wrestling. Then nothing matters anymore. So you don't even care. Don't even cover it because it's a it's a sham. Uh, all right, we'll get to more coming up. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone Sports Network is Utah's number one choice for sports radio in Utah. From DJ and PK to Hanson Scotty and the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, the Zone continues to dominate the competition. Thank you to all of you that continue to make the Zone Sports Network Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports station. Your home for the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about is right here. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm going to talk to uh, I'm going to talk to Ryan from the Dish Pros in a minute. I guess everybody, uh, there was some issue with uh, cable internet, Gordon? Oh, yeah. I lost internet yesterday about, I was thinking about 4 o'clock. And uh, I didn't uh, return until about midnight. And in this day and age, you know, going eight hours without internet? Are you kidding me? Saw a bunch of grumpy people online about that. I was here, and the internet was fine. (laughs) 
Yeah. Although um, I gotta, I gotta admit, this is stupid, and nobody likes to hear about this stuff. But I was like, you know, five o'clock start, like awesome. I'm gonna get home at a reasonable hour. You know, I'm gonna flip on an episode of Jack Ryan with the wife. And of course, that's the game that goes to overtime, right? You know, I, I, as I was listening in the car to the fourth quarter, and as it ended, Jake, I turned to Whitney and I said, "Of course, the last game before the All Star break goes to overtime, and Jake has to stay late." You know what? I've got to. I had to remind myself of this, though. I'd much rather the five o'clock start go to overtime than the eight o'clock start go to eight thirty TNT. So, so yeah. I was okay with it. I was all right with it, and it was an exciting game. You know, lost in all the referee madness. Um, it, it was a close game. The Jazz have been waxing teams and haven't played in a, a ton of close games this year. And that was, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel bad that the, the bad refereeing, however you view it, I felt bad that that, that was the theme of that game. That could have been a much better, much better narrative to that game. Joel Embiid, I don't know if you agree with this, Gordon. Joel Embiid is fun to watch. He's entertaining and he's very talented. When he's running, oh, yeah. you might have over. problems with him, but yeah, I think he's yeah. must see. Okay, the the three. Uh, does anybody else but me cringe when NBA players are given a tremendous amount of credit for making just horrendous shots that just happen <laughs> to go in? And it's not just Joel. I used to think about this with Carmelo Anthony. For some reason, he sticks out of my mind all the time. Where you'd see the highlights, and he'd just make these like turnaround fadeaway three with the whole team on him, and somehow it went in, and people are like, "Wow, what a miraculous shot!" And I just cringe to think like that was the best one you could get, huh? That that and Joel Embiid heaves up just a prayer. First, the only defense Bogdanovich played all night <laughs> was in Embiid's pocket, and somehow he he makes a prayer while falling out of bounds. Everybody's like, what a miraculous shot. I was like, that's terrible. But it was fun. It was terrible. He did not deserve that shot. No. But it's still exciting. It's still fun. It went in. <laughs> it, it was a sweet shot that tickled the twine. It was said. a prayer that happened to drop <laughs> in. Can we, at least, can we at least describe it accurately, please? <laughs> It was the worst shot on the basketball floor that just, by by the grace of the good Lord herself, happened to drop through the the cylinder. Oh, here we go. Well, that's that's like saying John Beck broke the cardinal rule of quarterbacks when he threw across his body, turning around opposite field corner, and Harleen caught it and they won the game. Are you are you saying, oh, he shouldn't have deserved that? No, because that was the right throw. There was nobody in the same county as Harleen. As but it Harleen. was across your body back. No, the no, other this way. is this is like if Harleen were in the corner all alone and, and Beck decided to to force it into triple coverage on the other side. <laughs> okay. And just happened to you know thread the needle thread to Dan Coates. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, that's what I'm talking about. I got you. Might, it might as well have been a hook shot. <laughs> a hook shot from 40 feet <laughs> oh man all right we'll get to more coming up stay tuned it's a busy day on the big show let's get out of the zone phone though joining us now our good friend from the dish professionals he is ryan and he's here to help you he's here to help you in a variety of different ways ryan and I, you know it's kind of nice talking to you in the two o'clock hour how are things Things are good, and, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, people are upset, obviously, because, uh, you know, they lost their service uh, right before the game. It was out for the evening, and 
you know, this kind of reminds me of the conversation that I, you know, continue to talk about. The most reliable service on the planet is satellite TV, as far as TV service. And, you know, I say this and people are like, well, you know, there's so many things that go wrong. Well, if you think about it, uh, you got a little dish that's pointed at a satellite that's in a fixed orbital location, which means it does not move. And you're getting the signal straight from the satellite to your house. Um, you know, obviously there is possibility for some interference, but you've got the cable company. Well, how do they get their signal? Well, they get it by satellite. It comes in by satellite, then they pipe it through miles and miles of cable to your house. And inherently there's more problems and more things can happen. And if you, if you look at the statistics all the way around, you know, satellite is like, like not even close to cable. It's that much better, that much more reliable. So here's the question. Are you unhappy? Are you unhappy about your service in general? Are you uh, unhappy your bill just went up? Um, are you looking for another solution or, or are you curious? Like, I'll tell you, this is a, an awesome opportunity to save some money and to upgrade. And lots of times you have customers that uh, keep their existing internet and they just, just change the TV site, and we still save them a, a grundle of money. The promotion is so good. It's clean. It's simple. Two years, price guarantee, two years of credits, movie channels free for the first three months. You get uh, everybody right now that signs up gets a free pay-per-view movie. That's not to mention Dish in their on-demand. It's crazy. They got like 60,000, not like, they have 60,000 um, on-demand movies that are free that are free. They're just there for you to watch. And uh, then there's obviously the pay-per-views, and there's actually a promotion where I'd say 65% of the people that call in qualify where you can get a pay-per-view movie every single month for free. Call us up today. Let's upgrade you. Get you the award-winning Hopper. Get you the best, the biggest DVR out there, Auto Hops commercials, Sports Bar mode. It's got uh, um, the voice remote for every room in your house. This comes with a system. And get the most reliable service. You'll love it. We'll save you money and get you installed throwing dinner at JCW's. You just have to do one thing. Call 424-DISH. That's 801-424-3474. Call us now. We'll get you set up. You'll be uh, saving money and going to dinner on us. 801-424-DISH. All right, Ryan. Thank you very much. You heard the man. If you're grumpy out there, 801-424-DISH. Now is the time. 801-424-DISH. Want to remind you also, take advantage of the Zero Res $25 per room offer going on now until the end of the show. Call 801-288-9376 right now to get this special offer, only $25 per room clean. Minimums do apply. The number again, 801-288-9376, 801-288-ZERO. More straight ahead uh, right here on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.